0: What is a lie, and why are they wrong? Who has the right to say? For thousands of years, most of us have been governed by the Judeo-Christian tradition. You know, when the kids stole the turkeys from that truck driver, both Bing Crosby and Barry Fitzgerald knew if it was wrong, knew it was wrong. And the audience that was watching in 1939 understood it too. But that was a long time ago, and most people don't remember who Barry Fitzgerald was. The other day, in our blog, we claimed that science never says oops, as if that's a bad thing. But is it? Who says? I'm not being facetious. I mean it. Who says it's wrong for scientists to pretend that they know what they're talking about when they really don't? You don't believe that happens? Mike Hockney, in in the 2014 book, Why Math Must Replace Science, says that science has a bad habit of doing this. He says that scientists pretend that they know what they're talking about when they manifestly don't don't believe him? In 2014, Haruko Obakata, a a Japanese scientist who claimed to have triggered stem cell abilities in the regular body cells, published two breakthrough articles in Nature magazine. Yet, that very same year, she was discovered to have falsified and fabricated data in two thousand four, Wang Wu Suk of South Korea claimed he had created the first human embryonic stem cells by means of cloning, but an investigation discredited his claims as fabrications. None of his eleven stem cells, none of his eleven cloned stem cells matched their supposed donors. A 2015 article in the British publication The Guardian says that scientists want to be the first to make a discovery. That's where all the glory lies, it says. That's how to get a name for yourself, attract more funding, and advance your career. Apart from outright fraud, they say, Scientists make benevolent mistakes, more or less unwittingly. Those include poor experiment design, sloppy data management, bias in the interpretation of facts, and inadequate communication of results and methods. The article goes on to blame these kinds of mistakes on a combination of carelessness and hubris. It ends by saying that scientific fraud begins with a temptation to which quite a few scientists succumb to fiddle with the facts or at least stay silent when witnessing others doing it. And eventually they end up adding fiction upon fiction to keep up their reputations, to build on their past success. And a 2016 article in something called Insider Higher Ed says that researchers in Australia and Britain regularly exaggerate and lie about the impact of their projects seeking to obtain grant money. It's also said sad. Everyone thinks that scientists are trustworthy and that their findings are reliable. A 2019 Pew Research study says that 86 percent of adult of U.S. adults trust science, but that only 57 percent trust religious leaders. And a 2017 Pew Service uh, survey said that only 39 percent say that the Bible is the word of God and should be taken literally. That's a problem. Whether people think it's a problem or not, it is a problem. This year has seen a number of race riots. It looks like the history of major race riots in the U.S. really began in Harlem, New York, in 1964, just after Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Coincidentally, the Supreme Court took prayer out of Americans America's schools in 1962 and banned Bible reading in 1963. And in 1968, the same year that Dr. King was assassinated, the court ruled that schools could not eliminate the theory that mankind descended from lower Animals from school curriculums. So you might say that we've sowed the wind and reaped the whirlwind. Now, how do we return the genie to the bottle? Well, one way is to stop glorifying science and government for that matter as infallible. The Catholic World Report says this about the recent coronavirus. Fox News television commentator Tucker Carlson argued on April 22nd, we are, all, we are currently living through the largest and most expensive experiment ever conducted in human history. We have spent trillions of dollars and crushed millions of people purely on the guess that a nationwide lockdown would save us from the coronavirus. Has it worked? Was the guess correct? Let's look at the data. Carlson does not exaggerate, says the uh, Catholic World Report, when he called the lockdown the biggest, most costly experiment ever. It is. They go on, worse, it has cost more than just money, but the freedom of the average citizen to respectfully disagree with the white-robed elite. Carlson says, we'd better not complain unless we want public health czars to label us as plague spreaders and to be hunted down. If anyone complains, he says, they quote him as saying, If anyone complains online, they are likely to be censored by the tech companies and in public they could be arrested. And a number of them have been. Dissent has been banned. The singular fact remains though that science, they write, is more often wrong than it is right. That is its nature. If science advances uninhibited as accurate on the first verification of hypotheses, then the incentive to experiment would diminish immensely. Can our white-robed leaders admit that they have no scientifically proven idea what they are talking about and consequently commanding us to do. They, Tucker Carlson says, should be on their knees entrusting their noble research to the grace of an omniscient and omnipotent God. The Bible says When the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, that's what we did back in the 1960s, in the period following Dr. King's dream for the future. We chose another path, a different path, a secular path. We rejected prayer, we rejected Bible reading, and we embraced the teaching of evolution and now we're dealing with godless scientists, godless governors and mayors and godless writers and revolutionaries and wondering why stop wondering and turn it around do you really think our postmodern world is better than the one's the one in going my way the bells of saint mary And Mr. Smith goes to Washington? Really? Look around you. The elite have not built a very pretty world. It's okay to get off the bandwagon today. It's okay to think for yourself.
1: for